0: What is up guys? My name is Lucas. Welcome to Just Being Real, a podcast by a pastor and his wife talking about the journey and being what God called him to be, a pastor. What's up guys? Glad you guys are here. Hope you like this podcast. Give it a subscribe. Enjoy. Well, hey, we have missed you. We were gone for about a week. It is good to be back with you here uh, on our podcast, Just Being Real. Uh, and that's kind of what we want to do tonight, isn't yep. it, Shelly? Yeah. Just get a little real with people. I uh, kind of want to just open up our hearts a little bit to a subject that I think probably is one of the most uh, challenging, difficult subjects within the church. And I'm I'm confused to some degree of why it's so hard.
1: Well, it's because you're dealing with people. It's always hard for change.
0: Yeah, change. We're not talking the money in your pocket either. No. We're talking about change. And um, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, uh, I just, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit about that. We do apologize for not being with you last week, but, uh, boy, we had two good reasons, didn't we? Yeah, we we did. Probably three or four.
1: We were in revival and we went and saw our grandsons.
0: Yes, yes. And so we had a great time in revival with uh, our evangelist, Billy Huddleston. And you guys, if you go back and look, we uh, interviewed Billy uh, a few months ago, Mm -hmm. uh, or a while back now, Really? and so uh but we had a great time with billy but he was just phenomenal we our people really loved him and had a great time and then we got out of town and went for three days and went to see our grandkids uh, up in maryland and uh was a long trip but worth the trip
1: worth the trip yeah yeah
0: we do miss them and miss our daughter our daughter and our son-in-law so uh so if they're listening uh shout out to you guys we love you Hey, I want to open up this, uh, this episode with a passage of scripture out of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, starting with verse 1. And it reads this. It's subtitled, and, and remember, this is not ins- inspired. Man put this in. But it's, it's titled, A Time for Everything. And it reads, For everything there is, a re- there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted And a time to speak, and a time to love, and a time to hate, and a time for war, and a time for peace. When you read that, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Oh my goodness. I think it just goes, everything that happens in life, is there's always a time for it. And change happens all the time. Right. I mean, we just had a really good friend of ours... um, just 2 days ago have a massive heart attack and passed away and it was unexpected mm-hmm. and but there's a massive change that just happened in their life
0: in and, that family yeah
1: in that family and their life will never be the same right you know so change is inevitable it's going to happen whether you want it to or not mm-hmm. look in the mirror You'll see someone that you didn't see 20 years ago. Hey, what, what were you saying? I yeah. don't look the same? I mean, those, those wrinkles <laughs> in the edge of your eyes, they weren't there a couple years ago. Yeah. and the I hair... had a lot
0: less skin in, on my head <laughs> right. than I do now, right?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's inevitable. It's going to yeah. happen whether you want it to or not. You might go kicking and screaming, but mm-hmm. it's going to happen.
0: And you know, I think what's interesting when you when you start talking about the concept of church and change, and here's what we've learned. Right, we've learned, uh, especially uh, going and interviewing. Now, we've done some interviewing for churches. People mm-hmm. have called us and wanted us to come to interview to see if maybe the Lord's you know guiding us to their church to be their pastor. And one of the interesting thing that's uh, we have found over the years. We've done, you know, what four or five interviews now. We've learned, and we've talked to other pastors as well, is that when you go in and, and that church board's first thing that they say to you is, Oh, we, we want to change. It's like red we flags. Run. Yeah. <laughs> red flags are going off everywhere. Right. Because here's what we know I'm not questioning they want to change.
1: Right.
0: I'm not questioning their heart and their motives. Right. I'm just saying that when you start to change, they're usually the ones that resist the most. Yeah.
1: It's just hard sometimes mm-hmm. for people to accept change, and especially when it involves something that you have done for so long. Yeah. It almost becomes your identity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, for example, if you've been a Sunday school teacher for 25 years, and, mm-hmm. okay, it's time to maybe step down and let someone else come in. That's hard mm-hmm. for some people to allow. Yeah, you know that yeah. has become or, their identity in that church.
0: Or you just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, whatever it might be. I'm not talking Sunday school, but just something that you're not able to do like you did before.
1: We've and, been in churches before where they've named Sunday school classrooms after people, and they're gone. They've they're they've passed away. And yeah, they're, they're gone with Jesus. And, and they still call it that name and mm-hmm. new people that come in the church they're like they have no idea what that who cl- where that classroom is it's it, there's nothing on the outside that says that right. classroom's named that it's just ma- the majority of the people in the church that have been there for years are the only ones that know
0: and don't you dare touch anything <laughs> in that room and change it
1: and, and I know you're laughing, no. but I'm
0: telling you right now, yeah. there are pastors out there that are no longer at these churches right. because they did that right? and they got booted.
1: You know, it's funny you say that. It's not funny, but you know, you always hear that adage, you know, don't kick a hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. That's sad that that's a hornet's nest in a church.
0: Yeah. But it's one that you didn't know. Right. And you just you're just like oh I thought you guys said you wanted to change right. well we got to change this we got to make it more modern we got to you know come on let's get rid of the felt let's start putting chalkboard up there or something or get to right. the whiteboard and you start doing some of that stuff in that room and oh my goodness man they're they're ready to really I mean because it's it, I get it it's sentimental it has value and all that other stuff but let's let's just let's just be honest and talk about something here because this is this is where my brain goes when I start thinking about this. We have individuals within the church that doesn't like change. They don't want anything to change. They want to keep the chair or the pews and they don't want to change the chairs. They don't want to remodel because it's always looked this way. I, they, they like it like this. But what they don't come to realize is, is that there's a necessity to that because what we're trying to do is win the lost, right? We're not trying to win the old lost. We're trying to win the lost, well, so that could be anybody, but here's what I'm saying. It's
1: not so much that paint and pews are going to win the lost, but it's that just a fresh update. You know, I do not yeah. tell you how yeah. good I feel when I go get a haircut and I call it a paint job.
0: Talking to a bald guy, right. I have no idea what that When means. I go
1: get a paint job <laughs> on my hair and get my hair done, yeah. I feel so good. Yeah. It's just a change. And it just, it, it's a refreshing Refreshing, thing. right. Yeah.
0: But here's the, here's the same thing, though, Shelly. The same people that will want to hang you, <laughs> okay? Literally, I'm just saying, they'll want to hang you as a pastor or a leadership in the church that wants to change. The same people that, want, that do not want to change in the church are the same people that are remodeling their homes.
1: Right. Or they're going to get in a new car.
0: Or they're going to, exactly, buying new clothes. Or, or they're you know, getting new couches or, or their a tummy tuck. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it just really is odd to it's, me. It
1: is. It's really odd that you can't, there have a hard time with the church changing.
0: So here's what I did. I was speaking to a church board, uh, not too long ago. And what I asked that board, and it's not my church board, it's another church and we're talking with them and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, I asked them, I said, what are you willing to change? What are you willing to give up to win the lost?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Because to be honest with you, church, the church facility, church pews, church whatever, it should never be about us. Right. Never. I would love people when they say, they'll say to me, cause I wasn't raised in church. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't raised in church, came into church, uh, in my early twenties or whatever. And I didn't go to church, didn't sing the hymns. I knew, you know, amazing grace. Everybody knows that one. Uh, cause you heard it at funerals. But other than that, I never knew any hymns or anything like that. So, so I hear people today and we'll introduce a new song to them, a new worship song. Right. And here's what I hear from them. I don't like learning new songs. I'm sitting here going, that's all I had to do when I came into church. Right. Every song was a new song. Yeah. To me. And what if I walked in and said, hey, let's stop singing these songs. I know, I know Garth Brooks' songs. Let's sing those. Right. You know? I don't like singing and learning new songs. Let's let's sing the ones I know. You know, Friends in Low Places. Let's do that one. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the enemy. Right? Or whatever. Right. I don't know. I'm just joking. That's a joke. I'll, I'll cut that out. Don't worry. So anyway, it's it's those kind of things. that Why? Why don't we like to learn new songs? Well, because I like, what's wrong with the old ones? Well, the old ones are old. And let's just be honest. There are some old hymns. I have no idea what they're saying. Right.
1: I've literally went and looked up words because I don't understand mm-hmm. what they're trying to say in a song. Right. And, I'll be honest with you. I personally, it's almost like if I read a prayer, I have to read a prayer silently before I read it aloud because I want to know and understand what I'm saying. Right. And if it really touches my heart, then I'm okay with reading it. Mm -hmm. But if I'm singing a song and I don't know what in the world I'm actually saying, Mm -hmm. I won't sing it. Right. I mean, even though it's in a hymn book, I still won't say it because I don't know what it means. And I, when I sing, it's from my heart. Mm-hmm. It's from my heart and I'm singing to my savior yeah. and I want it to be something that I mean. Right. If I don't understand what it means, I'm not going to sing it because I don't know.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That's just my thoughts.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about some other things when it comes to change. And I, okay, so let me give you a, a backstory, our listeners, a backstory. Um, I came into uh, a church up in Ohio, uh, a church that had just gone through a split. And um, I remember specifically the Lord saying to me, he said, do not do anything for the first two years except, he said, except love them, preach the word, develop leaders. What I, that's all I want you to do. Nothing else. So Shelly, what did we do for two years? Mm-hmm. We loved them, preached the word, and we uh, developed leaders. Yeah. We had leadership classes. We poured into them, raised up good leaders, right? Yeah. And then after two years, we spend the next six years, we double in attendance uh, we do some really radical stuff. We do a Saturday night service. We 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 started you know, all this other stuff, outreach ministries and upward basketball was going and all this kind of stuff. We were just having a blast. And God blessed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, we feel a call, a release from that church. and We feel called to Huntsville, Alabama. We come here. I'm thinking, all right. We're going to take the first two years. You know what we're going to do? We're going to love them. We're going to preach the word. And we're going to um, you know, develop leaders, right? Because, mm-hmm. hey, we know how to do that, God says. Um, you remember how I told you the first two years in Jefferson? Don't do anything except those three things? Yep, you said, <laughs> scratch that. And here's what we're going to do. What did we do?
1: We did First a lot. nine months. We did a lot.
0: We did things that you probably should not be doing. Right. Because Why? change. Well,
1: the Lord told you to. He did. He did. You know, and I just mean, it's important to be obedient to one and not many. Yeah.
0: I've never changed the name of a church. We did that. Yeah. I've never uh, um, felt okay for no reason whatsoever. We just felt like the Lord said to do it. We went in there and took out the pews, perfectly good pews brought in chairs. The leadership of the church said, hey, let's remodel the platform. Hey, let's remodel the, the foyer area. Let's let's bust out the the, the small little co- uh, um, a coffee bar and let's expand that puppy back and make it uh, nice and big. We did all these crazy things. We remodeled, we rebranded, we uh, did a new uh, website uh Facebook, we're we're very active on Facebook now. So all these crazy things that God was telling us to do mm-hmm. and and we were changing. Now I will say to you, for some people that was difficult. It was. But for the majority of them, they embraced it. They may not have liked everything, but they embraced it because well, I think they were willing. Seeing
1: the results of it now. Yes. I mean, yeah, right after all that COVID hit. Yeah. So it was kinda like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. you know, here we are. You know, I remember a statement that you made um, (laughs) and I think about that and I think, wow, it wasn't us, you know, but you made the statement that it was going to be No, we, we had,
0: we were talking about, we have 25 families a day moving in this area. That's, that's a realtor statistic. I didn't make that up.
1: And that was two years ago. That was
0: two years ago. So I don't know where it's at now. 25 families a day. Okay. And I made the comment to our congregation, being the fact that we have such an influx of people. I said, folks, we're going to have to work hard to screw this up.
1: Yeah.
0: And then COVID hit. And then
1: COVID hit. Boom. I was like, oh. So yeah, it was a little crazy, but you know. I think now. I mean, we are seeing an influx of people. Just oh my goodness! We're not doing anything. We're not advertising or anything. Right. We're just being us. When we have people, when we get new people in, we have these cards. They're called connect cards that our um, greeters will have them fill out. And Mm -hmm. I was looking at them today, and there was like two or three of them that said they did a drive by. Yeah. Or the Holy Spirit drew them here. Yeah,
0: a, a legal drive-by, not a right, not an illegal right. one where they shoot you. Right, so was, They just, yeah, they just yeah.
1: drove by and decided they were going to check us out. And yeah. then another one was um, that they uh, the Holy Spirit drew them here. Yeah, I was like, okay, we're not doing anything. Hmm? And honestly, we really sometimes don't have to. No, God's going to draw
0: when God's in it. I think I think yeah. God does this. Now yeah. we want to. We wanted you know, get out and share the gospel right. and tell people and invite. I mean, right. we do have some of the folks that have started to attend. They heard it from a friend. Yeah. I'm starting singing sing that song. Heard right. it from
1: a friend. No, who... No, okay, sorry. sorry. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah.
0: So, it, and, and so that's what we're seeing. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's but this is change. It is. It's change. It is. And so whether we like it or not, change is inevitable. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. We have to embrace this. Yeah. We have to, we have to somehow, some way, just accept the idea. Because let's just be honest, at the age of 54, I'm not 44 anymore. I'm not right. 34 anymore. Right. right? I'm not 24. I can't do... I mean, when I see somebody get hit in, on the football field on a on TV, I mean, at 54, I hurt for them. Matter of fact, <laughs> I wake up, oh man, I got a Charlie horse, you know, whatever. Um, because, you know, you see that because I... I know what that feels like at 54 now. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I could do that today. There's yeah. just no way. So, we have a lot of things, but I will say this. Um what what I find is is that there's resistance by the people in church to change. Yeah. So, I want to embrace or, or not embrace, but I want to uh encourage those who are listening and and and, and be able to share this with others within your congregation. You embrace change because it's going to happen. Yeah, you you have to. So you know what? I don't think you need to embrace everything of change. Right. I, I I think as long as you know and feel and sense the Holy Spirit within it then embrace change. Yeah. You know, I definitely am not encouraging you to, you know, stop using the, the Bible and use the Quran. Right. Okay. No, that's, I'm not talking that kind of change. I'm talking about, you know, if, if, if they're talking about remodeling the foyer, embrace it.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you want Encourage. people walking in and going, wow, this is a beautiful place. Yeah, Because just be honest. If you go to a restaurant and that restaurant looks shabby in the front end, Again, are you staying there? I'm going to eat.
1: That is like, if I walk in and there's a smell, I'm not coming yeah, back. Yep. If I walk in and it looks dark and dingy, I'm not coming back.
0: If I, you walk by the salad or the food bar and see a, a roast beef laying there with flies all over it, I ain't going we just back. went the exit door. That's it. We just went right out there. <laughs> I, I have to tell you that story. Seriously, we were out uh, heading towards um, Mount Rushmore. And uh, with our kids one time and uh, you know, just a, a family vacation trip. And, and so we stopped at this one place and uh, we we're going to stay there that, that night and we found um, uh, this place to eat. And you were a little skeptic, skeptical skeptical. A
1: little. Yeah,
0: you were. That I was a I, lot. I was like, I'm ready to eat, I'm hungry. Rod's
1: all about the yeah. hole in the wall place. So you,
0: you gotta picture this. Okay, mom, you Shelly leads the way in, kids all line up behind them. So there's Danielle, there's Logan, there's Lucas, and then I bring up the rear. And mom said before we walked through that door, didn't you? You said, I said You said, Look, just follow, follow my, my lead.
1: lead. Yep.
0: Okay. So what we did is we walked in, the uh uh, waiter or the, the greeter or whatever, she took us over she started walking us over to the table. We walked by the food bar, which had uh, meat and everything on there, and it had this thing of roast beef, mm-hmm. and there were flies all over it. There was. And so we we walked by that, and, and this lady lays down the menus on this round table, and Shelly follows her around. The kids follow Shelly around, and the lady says, your wait, waiter will be right here with you, and she walks off, and Shelly follows and walks right up out the outdoor and <laughs> And we just followed her, <laughs> and here's the story now because I was a little upset about it. I really was. I was like, "Oh man!" So we did go find a place to eat. Okay, but the next day, the kids wanted to go to the pool at the hotel. You remember that? Yeah. So I go down there with them. So I'm sitting in the sauna section, uh, and there was another dad down there, and his kids were down there swimming. And you could tell he just looked like he didn't feel that well. And, and uh, so we got to talking. He was from North Carolina or something like that, and he said. Uh, He said, man, he said, we ate something bad last night. He said, I think we got food poisoning. I said, really? Where would you guys eat last night? And he told me it was that same restaurant that we were going to eat, and we walked out. I have to tell you, I I was convicted by the Holy Spirit at that moment, (laughs) and when I saw my wife, uh, the next moment when I saw her, I thanked her. (laughs) Yep. I said, thank you, sweetie. Nothing worse
1: than having food poisoning on vacation. Oh, man. I was not going to have that. But, you
0: know, so so I understand the hesitancy of change. I do. I get that. But, but boy, if you could just embrace it mm-hmm. and and really, because I, I think God can do some really cool things. Because we know in Scripture, in Revelations 21, 5, what is what does it say in there? It says, and he who was seated on the throne said, behold, I. I am making all things new. Hang on a second. You're making all things new. No, we like it this way. We
1: like it the old way. We like it this way. <laughs> I
0: loved I heard somebody once tell me, he said, I can't wait till we get to heaven so we can hear our hymns. <laughs>
1: Are you holy. serious?
0: Are you serious? Holy, that's holy, what holy. You're, that's what you're waiting right. to, for heaven is so you can hear your hymns? Right. Come on. I hate to tell you, Jesus says he's doing all things new. Yeah. He's making all things new. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be brand new songs written in know. heaven.
1: I don't know, but you know, it's just funny how people think like that. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So, so that's what we're seeing. And, and and I'll just say this: look, why would you why would you want to continue to wash, rinse, and repeat? Yeah. If if you're not getting results of seeing people come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. as their Lord and Savior, and and seeing families change, more growing closer together, uh, marriages being solidified. Why wouldn't you want to see that? Right. And and if, if you changing and allowing change to happen can produce that and do that, which it will, yeah. I, I assure you it will. Then I think, because let's be honest, if you look at the statistics throughout the United States right now, the, 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 the United States church is, the Christian church is dying.
1: Yeah, it's sad.
0: We got to change.
1: We do. We got to change. And not just not just outwardly, not just mm-hmm. in the church, mm-hmm. but we need to change our hearts yeah. too. Yeah. You know, it's create in me a clean heart. Mm. Create in me a heart. clean heart, oh yeah. God, and renew a right spirit within me. Right. You know, that's not creating me an old heart.
0: No. That, change. Yeah. I when mean, you encounter I Jesus, yes. what happened?
1: You will be changed yes. forever. Yes. Forever. I agree. So, you know, it's important to think about those things, not just on the outward and not just in the church, but in your life and in your yeah. spiritual walk.
0: But I want to also say this, in fairness to congregations who are listening, and, and I want I want to encourage you guys to change. I want to also encourage the pastors. Because I think sometimes what we have is pastors who are so gun shy yeah. and so maybe called PTSD kind of thing that they maybe had that bad experience before and went to a new church or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it smells like it, looks like it. I ain't doing it. Right. I'm not, we're not changing. It. Just stay status quo and try to, you know, do the best they can. Mm-hmm. Please understand something. You know, I, I think it says uh, in Joshua, doesn't it, Shelley? What's that passage yeah, of scripture? Joshua
1: 1 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen.
0: He will guide you and direct mm-hmm. you through the change. No. Will everybody be on board? No. no. Will some people uh, maybe talk behind your back about you? Absolutely. I hate you. To think that someone does, but they will.
1: It does. It somebody, will,
0: somebody will do that. And you just got to be willing to say this. Am I more concerned about what man's saying about me? Mm-hmm. Or am I more uh, more concerned about what Jesus is going to say to me?
1: Yeah. It's a teddy bear heart with alligator skin.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's how we, you have to operate.
0: I agree. I agree. So well, I think I know that this subject is is difficult. And we just kind of wanted to get on here and talk a little bit with you about change and um and and I would just want to say this to you. Um now more than ever, we're seeing our world changing. Yeah. Drastically.
1: And it's not good. And
0: it's not good. Yeah. And I know some people said no. Well, hang on, you said change was good. No, I didn't say all change was.
1: Mm-mm.
0: I didn't say all change was. And, and I'm sorry, if if we're gonna start altering and changing scripture, yeah. No, it's not good. No. If we're gonna start Altering and changing the body, church? No, it's not good. Right. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Jesus is still Lord. Yep. The scripture is the truth. It's yep. the word of God. And sin is still sin. Right. Period. Right. Those things do not change.
1: No, they don't. They don't.
0: Don't change at all. Um, and so I, I'm just encouraged, though, what I see in our church, mm-hmm. and what I'm sensing and feeling and believing God's wanting to do. We're excited about what what's getting ready to take place in the few, for these next few months at our church, and um, and we're we're we'd, we'd love for you to check us out on Facebook. It's it's uh, Journey Church. Uh, you can go to our... our uh,
1: JourneyChurchFamily.org.
0: ...dot org. You can go to our website, check us out there, and then link, uh, that'll follow the link to our uh, Facebook page. We have all of our services on there. Um, but you also send a message to us. Uh, this is uh, our uh, email uh, for here is just being real podcast at... Um, at gmail.com, sorry, almost forgot it. And, uh, or you can check us out on Facebook. Just look up just being real. Uh, we have a Facebook page there. Um, uh, we, we really appreciate you listening, yeah. uh, in, and, 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 you know, being with us during this time. Uh, this is, I don't know, kind of therapeutic for us. It is. We get to sit and talk about our heart. Um, we know this, there have been people that have left the church, um, for for reasons that really just don't deem um, viable of leaving a church,
1: right? It'd be different if there was ungodly things going right. on.
0: Right, but okay. Let me give you a quick example, and we'll go. But here's the last example. I was pastoring a church. Um, we had um, we were getting ready to put everything on computer. Uh, all of our stats and everything as far as attendance and all that kind of stuff. They were doing it with clipboards and they had this sheet made up and of course, you know, had the dates and then the, you know, AM, PM service and all that kind of stuff. And um, so what I did is I took that sheet, I put it on computer. Okay. And so every day, all you had to do was input that information every Sunday on the computer. Okay. Matter of fact, you just filled out on a, a piece of paper, and, and the secretary would do it on Monday. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I literally had a guy come into my office. Um, he's an elderly gentleman, and I really appreciated him, loved him, his him and his family, still to this day do. But he came into my office, and he sat down. He said, my wife and I are going to leave. We're leaving the church. And I was stunned. I was like, what's the matter? What's going on? Somebody offend you or what? He said, you did like, okay, well, let's talk about that. I said, what did I do? Well, you've changed the process of what we do here. I said, well, explain a little bit more. What are you talking about? He said, well, that clipboard, we went to a seminar back in 1979. I'm not kidding you. This is what he said to me. (laughs) Back in 1979. And they told us this was the way that you took attendance and everything. We went to a seminar. They trained us how to do this. And now you're coming in and you're changing it. I said, the only thing I changed was instead of putting it on a clipboard, we're putting it into a computer now. Same form, same everything, except now it's going into a computer. Mm -hmm. He goes, I don't like it. That's not the way we were taught. And my wife and I are leaving the church. He left the church Mm -hmm. because of this. Yeah. And I know, Shelley. Some people might be listening. are going, "That is totally ridiculous." And they that might even be laughing. I will tell you something. I don't think the man lost his salvation, but what I do think is is that I think he missed truly right? um, what what God was was trying to do here mm-hmm. and to help him get past some things. See, what what happens is in the church as we start becoming a religious church, yeah. religiosity, religion. Okay. Yeah. And religion Tradition. starts boxing you in. Yeah.
1: And you put God in a box. And
0: you got, you're putting God, God can't work outside that box. And let me just tell you something, God works best outside that box. Right. Right. He really does, and if we would get rid of the box and, and and encounter what God's doing outside of the box, I believe we will we would see miracles, mm-hmm. dreams and visions will start becoming more real. We'll see healings. We'll see this manifestation of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. like we yeah, have never seen absolutely. before. But what we have to do is break the religious aspect yeah. of this. And and I love this shirt. I saw it one time. It says, uh, "Jesus hates religion."
1: Yeah,
0: and he does. He doesn't like it. It
1: just becomes tradition and it becomes right. routine. And, exactly. You know.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I, it's sad some of these stories that we know, we've lived and we've seen and we've heard. Uh, but I just want to encourage, let's just end it with this, yes, Shelly. I want to encourage. Um, change is good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not all change.
1: There's a season for everything. There's a
0: season for everything. Yeah. And, and so change is good. Um, there's a reason why there's leaves on the tree right now. Yep. But in six months from now, there's a reason why there's leaves are not there anymore. Right. It's a change. Yep. It's a season. So let's embrace it. Yep. Let's just truly, let's just embrace the seasons. Let's embrace the change. And let's just say, God, what do you want to do through me right. to help further the kingdom?
1: Yeah.
0: Because really, that's what it's about, right?
1: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, okay.
0: hey, Listen. Um, man, let's just wrap this up. Shelly, uh, what do you want to say to him? We're, we're, you know, we are really grateful that you guys kind of spend time with us yeah, and listen. Yeah. And listen to us. I to hope that you pray us for more. us. Yeah, I really do. I hope you pray for Shelly and I, uh, cause man, we, we, we could use that. Listen, we, you may not agree with everything we say, and that's fine. Uh, there's an old uh, funny story about that. It says, you have a right to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're okay with that. now I'm teasing. But, uh, you know, we understand all of that. But we're just grateful for you spending time with us. And we would love for you to share this with other uh, individuals that you might think uh, would benefit from this. Just uh, share it on your Facebook page. Send it out there yeah. uh, to others so that uh, they would get, a you know, and send it out on your Twitter accounts and, your Instagram accounts and all that kind of stuff that you might find it on. Uh, go to uh, uh, Spotify, or you can go to uh, iTunes. Um, iTunes. You can go to SoundCloud. You can find all. You can find our podcast on there. We would love for you to leave a review, yep. a five star, if you wouldn't mind, and it just kind of helps our algorithm raises us up in the in the podcast world. Yep. Uh, but we are grateful to spend time with you today. I uh, hope that you guys are safe. God bless you. Shelly, you want to say anything else?
1: Just have a great week and enjoy enjoy this spring that's coming in. I love it. I love Alabama weather. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry to all of my Ohio friends. I love you. <laughs> but you can come visit me. I'm not going to visit you. So, yeah. <laughs> Hey, God bless you. Uh, as we like to sound off with uh, this is the bald and the beautiful.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> have a good week.
0: God bless you guys.